Hey girl, welcome to Christian Girls Pop. My name is Stephanie Bright and I'm the founder of this girls group as well as your host for the podcast. Around here, we are all about purpose, obedience, and prayer. That's what makes us pop. You're guaranteed to laugh, cry, learn, grow, and most importantly, become more like Jesus. We're going to rock this thing out, and we're going to have fun doing it. You ready? Let's go. Hey, girl. Welcome back for another episode of Christian Girls Pop. We are in week 14 of our Bible reading plan, and the title of this week's episode is Be Wise, Remember God. So these are some of the key things that we're going to see here in scripture. We're going to talk about wisdom, remembering God, because that's something that we see over and over again throughout this week's reading. Before we get into the teaching, let's go over some announcements. If this is your first time tuning in, hey girl, a little bit about what we're doing. We are doing a year-long Bible reading plan. If you would like to start that, you don't have to wait till a new year. You can go ahead and get started. Just click back to the first episode of January 2022 to start from there. Each week, I go through the readings for the week so that you can have notes to go along with your daily reading. For my repeat people, hey y'all, what's up? Glad you're back. Thanks for tuning in. Remember, if you're a faithful listener, make sure you take time to leave a review of the podcast. That helps other people to be able to know what the podcast is about and and want to check us out as well so that they can start popping on their journey with Christ. And so, so if you're able to, please take time to leave a review on the podcast. A couple of other announcements. We have launched on YouTube, so make sure you check us out, like, subscribe, turn on your notifications so that you can be the first to know when a new video is released. Also, if you would like to join our newsletter, you can find that link in our podcast notes as well as the YouTube channel link. And that gives you week by week updates of what we got going on because there's always something new happening around here. So that kind of keeps you in the loop. So make sure you sign up for that. It'll go straight to your email every week. So that's all of my announcements. Let's go ahead and pray before we get into this week's reading. Jesus, thank you so much for today. Thank you for your word that we have to study and to use as a guide as we go through our lives. Let us not just treat it as any old book, but let us value it. Let let us remember that it's sacred, that it's holy, and that it is alive and here for us as we go through this journey with you. God, I pray that as we read each day that you help us to have understanding and clarity on what we're reading. I pray that you help us to remember what we're reading so that we can apply it to our lives. I thank you so much that we get to do this, that we have the opportunity to study your word, and I pray that we never, ever take it for granted. Thank you so much for who you are, who you've always been, and who you will continue to be in our lives. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. So for day 93, which is Sunday, April 3rd, the reading is Deuteronomy chapter 10, Proverbs chapter 3, and Psalms chapter 37. Remember, at the end of last week, we began starting two new books, Deuteronomy and Proverbs. Deuteronomy is the fifth book of the Old Testament, and it's the last book of what's known as the Pentateuch or the Torah, which is just the first five books that sums up the laws that they had to follow. And then Proverbs is known as one of the books of wisdom. You'll see that it's called that because 
the main theme of the book is wisdom. Majority of the chapters are written by Solomon, who actually asked the Lord for wisdom. And it's just very practical ways to live in wisdom. And it talks about the benefits and rewards of wisdom as well. And so that's something that we'll see this week. And as I mentioned in the title, that's one of the themes for this week. So starting with Deuteronomy chapter 10, it's talking about the Ten Commandments. This is talking about the second time around. So if you can remember, Moses got instruction from the Lord. He received the Ten Commandments. He got frustrated with all the Israelites because they was being cray cray. And then he threw down the stone tablets where the Ten Commandments were written. He had to go back up the mountain and and he received those Ten Commandments again. So it's kind of like the second Ten Commandments. Now, this is talking about the second Ten Commandments, but this is not new remember deuteronomy is more of a recap of what's already happened in scripture in exodus leviticus and numbers so so just providing a little bit of clarity for you there it's talking about the second ten commandments but this has already happened you can go back to exodus chapter 19 and 20 to read about that and also in deuteronomy chapter 10 we see the command to serve the lord wholly to give yourself to over to the lord in everything that they're doing in proverbs chapter 3 we read the com the call to keep God's commandments and to seek wisdom. And in Proverbs chapter three, verse five and six, you may have noticed those scriptures. Those are very popular. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding, but in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make straight your path. So yeah, that's where you can find it here in Proverbs chapter three, verse five and six. In Psalm chapter 37, some of the themes that we see in Psalm chapter 37 is to trust God, don't worry, and believe that God's judgment and justice is coming and God will deliver his people. And so with this scripture, there's a couple of areas where we can see congruency throughout um, the, the past, the different chapters that we're reading, which is one of the goals as we go through this Bible reading plan. It's called a thematic Bible reading plan. So this is helping us to not just read, just to read, but looking at the different themes throughout scripture and how they play a part together so that we can also see that Old Testament, New Testament can all go together. It's all congruent. Now, this week's reading is mainly Old Testament, but that's the whole theme of the Bible reading plan. So one of the first things that we see that's congruent in Deuteronomy chapter 10, um, if you add that along with Proverbs chapter 3, verse 1, you see that that common theme of keeping God's commandments and the importance of that. Going back to um, Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 and 6, when we talked about trusting in the Lord, there's also some congruency there. If you look at Psalm chapter 37, verses 2 and 5, both of those talk about trusting in the Lord and the importance and the benefit of doing that. And there's several other, there's several other times through scripture. And so I challenge you as you're looking at Psalm chapter 37 to see where you can see the congruency throughout the scriptures. And also, um, if you're wanting more detailed explanation of the congruency between the scriptures, Make sure you check out CG Pop Bible Crew where you're able to receive all of my notes that I teach from every single week. And I go into a lot more detail than I'm able to hear on the podcast just do for time's sake. So that is day 93. Moving on to day 94, which is Monday, April 4th. The reading is Deuteronomy chapter 11 and 12 and Proverbs chapter 4. In Deuteronomy chapter 11, we see the theme to remember what God has done and the reward and promise that comes with obeying God and his commandments, and then basically the consequence of not obeying God. Now, remember, this whole concept of remembering God is something that has been shared time and time again throughout these books. And 
we're always needing to see how we can grasp information, how we can apply the Old Testament into our lives today. A lot of the laws and stuff we don't live by anymore. So you have to go deeper than that. You can't just read it for face value because we're not slaying goats and bulls and rams anymore. And so we have to ask ourselves, how can I see what how can I apply this to my life now? How is this still applicable to me, even if I'm not following these laws verbatim? And one of the commandments that's seen here time and time again, and just um, things that Moses tells the people over and over again is to remember what God has done. And I've shared this a couple of times, but when you remember what God has done, it gives you confidence for the next battle. It gives you courage to keep going. It helps you to believe in the God that you serve. And he's worthy of just praise for what he's already done a lot of times we're ready to go to the next thing we're looking for the next thing the next you know the next miracle and that's great and that's good to be an expectation but don't let your expectations give you amnesia don't let what you're so worried about and the next thing that you're excited about make you forget what God has already done. Because a lot of times we still need to just sit with that. We still need to just rest in what God has already done, expecting that he will do more, but not making it consume our thoughts because we're so worried about what's coming next. But instead, let us just abide in this moment, abide with Christ, let him abide with us as we're going through this life and let him be the guiding factor. And then just have that confidence that, okay, he's going to guide me and show me direction and give me what I need because he's already done it before. So it's always important to remember God. And that's what the title of this episode is. Be wise. Remember God. Like I said, we're talking about wisdom and we'll see that play a part a lot too throughout this week, but it's a wise thing to remember God and remember what he's done. Remember him and all things. Don't just try to do things your own way and then look for him last minute. It's a wise thing. You operate in wisdom when you remember God, when you acknowledge him, when you're reminded of what he's already done. And when you're reminded of what he's already done, your faith just rises to believe that he will do what is necessary and he'll do what even beyond what we expect think or imagine like Ephesians 3:20 tells us. He's the it's it's just it's wise to remember and acknowledge God in all things. He's the only one worthy. He's the only one worthy of praise for what has happened in our lives. And I'm going to pause the teaching for a minute. Something that's been kind of on my heart is um, something that something that we as a society sometimes say that we're self-made and, you know, like we got here because of our own hard work and our own thing. And that's a scary place to be. And now some people say on like ignorantly and not, I don't mean that in a rude way, but just in the sense of not knowing like that there was actually a higher, more powerful being that was allowing them and helping them through these things. Um but a lot of times we we love to just say that we got here on our own strength and our own hard work. And in Isaiah 10, it actually talks about how God doesn't like when we think that we've gotten somewhere on our own strength or our own wisdom that God is there. It definitely was nothing, literally nothing but the hand of God that has kept us alive, kept us well, kept us in our classes and our schoolwork allow us to graduate, whatever it is. So it's just important for us to take time to acknowledge and remember God. And so at, tying this back into the what we're reading this week and to um, just even the title of the episode itself, it's important for us to remember that God is the one who's kept us. God is the one who's carried us. God is the one who will continue to do that. And he deserves the praise from it.
So anyways, that was just a little side note. Okay, let's get back to the teaching. In Deuteronomy chapter 11, like I said, it's all about remembering what God has done and the reward and promise ahead if you obey God's commandments and the consequence of disobeying God's commandments. And something to note here as I'm talking about everything that we're mentioning, if you look at Deuteronomy chapter 11, verse 7, um, when we're talking about remembering what God has done, when you remember what God has done, it will lead you into obedience. I'm going to say that again for the people in the back. When you remember what God has done, it leads you into obedience because you have that confidence in him. And I, I'll, I'll share some stuff from my own life, right? Because we want to make this applicable. I don't want you to just be like, blah, 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 the Bible, the Bible. It's just something to read. No, like make this applicable to your own life. So I'll share some things from my own life. For me, um, I've had in the past year, I've had to make some big faith moves and it's caused me to really just depend on God like never before and to trust that God has done like because what God has done before I know he'll do it again and for example and I'll share a lot more information about this in in due time as the Lord allows but for me one big thing that God called me into is to um, transition out of my childhood church and then move into a new church and that was extremely terrifying and like I said I would do a full full story about it in due time but it was very scary because this was just such an unknown thing for me and I just didn't you know like it was, it's scary when God calls you to do something that most people won't understand and that you you know, that you know that it's going to just affect so much. And so long story short, I did it. And it was amazing transition. The Lord has been so faithful in it. And as I took that big step of faith and God carried me day by day, and I saw him just bless in so many ways that I didn't even expect and just do so much in my life because of that faith move that kept me for the next time when I was called to do another faith move God called me to leave my career to go into full-time ministry once again I'll be sharing more information about that I'll be sharing information about that actually really soon so stay on the lookout for some content there and that was a huge move you know like I've you know not and it wasn't like I was putting this all in God's face but I'm like hey Lord like I have done all this stuff to work for this career. I've worked my way up the chain. I'm very successful in this career. And now you want me to do what? Like, you want me to leave? But anyways, I felt peace from the Lord. I went ahead and did it. And obviously, there's a whole long story that goes into that. I, I just, I skipped all over that just to give you the highlights. But what kept me and what allowed me to make that decision and have confidence in it is because of what I remember God doing just several months ago when I had transitioned out of my childhood church. And then, and even when I made that transition out of my childhood church, it was because I had remembered what God had done when I stepped out on faith to launch Christian Girls Pop and how he kept me there and how he's blessed over the years. And so I remembered what God had, had already done. And I remembered how he had been faithful, how he had provided, how he had just blessed in ways I had never expected. And that gave me confidence for the next thing. And not just confidence, but it increased my faith so much that I was able to walk in obedience. So that's that's kind of what I'm saying. If you look at Deuteronomy chapter 11, verse 7, it's it's explaining that you can obey because you remember what God has done. You can go to a new city if God's calling you to move there because you remember how he's already kept you in your last city. Whatever it is, apply it into whatever God is calling you to do. Know that what God is calling you to is good. It will be good for you. It will be good for those around you. There are things that will happen that were things that will be unlocked. And I don't want this 
this to sound like a video game level, but there are things that won't be able to happen until you get to where you need to be. And y'all, I'm about to start preaching on this podcast, but I just want to encourage you. I know that you're reading. I, I know, I'm glad that you're reading the Bible. I'm glad that you're doing all these things, but I want you to apply this scripture. I want you to know that it is good to remember what God has done. It is wise to remember what he has done. That will keep you and carry you to the next thing. We The scripture says we go from glory to glory, faith to faith. And how do we do that? By remembering what God has already done. Ty Tribbett's song, if he did it before, he will do it again. He's the same God now. He's the same God then. That same God will keep you and carry you. Y'all, I'm about to start running around this podcast room. <laughs> ah, That's so good. That encouraged me too. But That's a word for somebody. We're going to keep it pushing. Remember what God has done. Be obedient. Go do what you got to do. Okay. Um, so that was Deuteronomy chapter 11 plus Stephanie's sermon. Deuteronomy chapter 12, it talks about how to properly worship once they get to where they needed to be. God was giving them commandments of that they needed to destroy their the previous idols that were in the land. They needed to worship at a specific place. And I think this is very important because sometimes we as Christians, we have gotten so lackadaisical that I just use a really big word, but I don't, I'm not sure if I said it right. I think it's lackadaisical. I'm going to just keep going and act like it is. But basically, <laughs> basically, we've gotten just so nonchalant about stuff. We just go to church, do what we do. And this is not everybody, but this is a lot of people, especially in Western culture in, in the States. Now, my people that are listening from non-American places, y'all be lit in worship and I'm here for it. Y'all don't, it's a lot more unreserved. It's a lot more free. I love it. I'm here for it. America's got to catch up. America's gotten too comfortable. We've gotten to the place where we just do church just because it's something to do versus giving our all every time we show up. That's a whole nother thing in itself. Anyways, I'm going to stay focused. But when Deuteronomy chapter 12, God is telling them how to properly worship. And it's important because God is so specific. Remember, we talked about this a couple weeks ago, that God is specific in what he does and how he wants things done as we live for him. And one of the things that he was calling them to do is when they get to the, when they get to the promised land, when they get to where God had for them, take down all the stuff that all this false worship, you need to destroy all of that. They've been worshiping here at the wrong places and doing all kind of crazy stuff, but I need you to do things how I'm asking you to do. God was specific and he wanted things done a certain way. And not that we have a quote unquote rule book as far as what it looks like to worship, but we should have that attitude still as we go into worship. God, I want to honor you well with my worship. I want to do things well. I don't, I want to have the right heart while I'm here. I don't want to just go through the motions just cause, but I really want to get in and, and give you my all because you are worthy. So that's Deuteronomy chapter 12. And in Proverbs chapter four, remember we're talking about wisdom. This book, this chapter talks about the importance and benefits of wisdom. And it also is the command. There's also the theme of of walking straight and being vigilant. And um, I think that is that goes hand in hand with wisdom. As you're wise, you're vigilant. As you're vigilant, because you're vigilant, you're wise. It kind of, it's like, it, it goes hand in hand. And that can be vigilant. Um, Proverbs is very, like, allegorical. Um, it uses a lot of, um, like, it uses a lot of imagery to get across a message. And the vigilance can be applied to anything. Whatever is causing you to be distracted, you can be a vigilant towards those attacks or those distractions so that you can stay on track with what God has for you. 
So that is day 94's reading. Moving on to day 95, which is Tuesday, April 5th. The reading is Deuteronomy chapter 13 and 14 and Proverbs chapter 5. In Deuteronomy chapter 13, um, we see the command to not be deceived or drawn away from God into false idol worship. This is going hand in hand with Deuteronomy chapter 12 when it's talking about removing those idols because the, th the thing is they're going into a place where idols have been set up where they have not been worshiping God like they should and now this chosen people is going into this land and they need to get rid of all that stuff but God is telling them hey I'm giving you a heads up because I don't want you to get there and start messing around with the stuff that they got going on you need to kick all that out destroy all of that because I know what I want I know what I want this promised land to be and to look like and this ain't it right now so when you get there I need you to handle something and are we Israelites physically going into Canaan? No. I mean, most of us aren't. I don't know about y'all, but I'm not. But are we on this journey for Christ with the with the with the promise of eternal life with Christ and do are there things that we need to do along our journey as well? Yes. And while we're here on earth, we need to also not be deceived. We need to not be drawn away from God into false or idol worship. There's so many distractions around us. So many. There's, I mean, just everything. Anything and everything can be a distraction. And people use social media as one, but it can be a whole lot of stuff. And so because of that, we have to be vigilant. As Proverbs 4 just told us, we have to be mindful of our surroundings. We have to be mindful of who we're talking to and who's pouring into us and what we're what we're watching and what we're feeding ourselves because all of that is playing a part in how we can we can possibly be deceived if we're not careful so that's Deuteronomy chapter 13 and in Deuteronomy chapter 14 um there's laws and commandments regarding clean versus unclean meat or food real quick in Deuteronomy chapter 14 verse 2 you can also um refer to first Peter chapter 2 verse 9 it's very similar um, scripture there is talking about being chosen, being a holy priesthood. The Israelites were chosen to go into the promised land. We are now chosen as we are living for Christ and God has chosen us to be a part of the holy priesthood. We're adopted into the family of God and so yay us, we're royalty. You know, we out here. So that's Deuteronomy chapter 13 and 14. In Proverbs chapter 5, um, it's talking about being vigilant and abstaining from sexual sin. It gets into it. It's like, hey, y'all, like, don't act like this is not a thing. And for people that will say, like, oh, our generation is so corrupt and so this, yes, <laughs> yes, there's a whole lot of crazy stuff happening. But there's been crazy stuff happening since the beginning. Sin is crazy. Sin makes people do crazy things. And sin has been around since Adam and Eve. So there's always been stuff that needs to be addressed. And this chapter specifically is talking about abstaining from sexual sin. So that's day 95. Moving on to day 96, which is Wednesday, April 6. The reading is Deuteronomy chapter 15 and 16 and Proverbs chapter 6. In Deuteronomy chapter 15, we read about the seventh year and you can actually refer back to Leviticus chapter 25 as it talks about the Sabbath year and the year of Jubilee. Remember, this is a recap and so this is um, referring to that. And one thing we can we can grasp from this, if you look at Deuteronomy chapter 15 verse 21, it talks about the fact of bringing the best sacrifices. And remember, once again, that's something that we can apply to ourselves today. We are not sacrificing animals like we used to, but God still wants the best sacrifice from us today. That's including our time, our effort, our money, our resources, whatever it is, God wants it in our lives. 
And in Deuteronomy chapter 16, it's commanding them to remember to observe three different feasts. The Feast of Unleavened Bread, the Feast of Weeks, and the Feast of Booths. Once again, we don't follow these practices or adhere to these feasts, but remember this overarching theme of never forget the reason they were doing these feasts were to remember god and what he had done and it was something that they did for years and years once again we can do the same thing and apply and remember what god has done i personally celebrate my rebirthday that's what i call it that's the day that i celebrate being born again which is august 3rd of 2013 so this year will be nine years and i celebrate it i try to do something whether it's just like you know, celebrate it like, hey, woo, and like maybe eat a cupcake or something. But sometimes I've done like, I've gone out to eat the whole shebang. I also celebrate the day that I got healed. And so July 31st of this year will make one full year of my heart being healed. And, um, and that's literally a literal healing. If you haven't heard my story, um, I was healed from a chronic heart condition that I had had my entire life, supernaturally healed by God. And so with these things, it's just a fun way to remember what God has done in my life is he doing small million little miracles as a song says every single day yes um but i like to stop and celebrate some of the big ones so that's kind of what they were doing overarching theme remember god proverbs chapter 6 it tells us to not be idle and to not fall into adultery and so once again very practical things for us to apply so that we do not fall into sin moving on to day 97 which is thursday april 7th the reading is Deuteronomy chapter 17 and 18 and Proverbs chapter 7. In Deuteronomy chapter 17, we read about the judging courts like legal system and it talks about a king to come. In Deuteronomy chapter 17 verse 1, once again, it talks about a sacrifice without blemish. Y'all, what can we apply? That we need to bring our best sacrifice to the Lord. But also, what can we think about in the future? foreshadowing now remember we have the benefit of being able to look back and understand who was coming while they were reading this old testament after it was written they didn't have you know they didn't have the knowledge that jesus christ was going to be the one to come so we can start putting things together when it talks about a sacrifice without blemish that's actually foreshadowing to jesus christ coming and being that ultimate sacrifice for us he was the one who came and was sinless. The only one, and the scripture says that, that he was the only sinless one. So he is the one who is that ultimate sacrifice without blemish. And that's something that we can see as we're reading now. Remember, we the two goals from this year of reading the Bible is to get to know God and get to know his word. And as we do those things, we can see God in all of this. Jesus is God. And so we can see Jesus in all of this as well. Remember when we were studying John the past couple weeks and we talked about John being so emphatic of telling us of the pre-existence of Jesus. He wasn't just starting in the New Testament. He's always been. And so this is leading up to him coming and manifesting himself here on earth when we talk about the sacrifice without blemish, but he has always been. Okay, in Deuteronomy chapter 18, we read of the inheritance of the priests and the Levites, and it's commanding to avoid abominable practices, which are listed out. And then it talks about this future prophet. Let's talk about the future prophet for a second. Based on everything I just said, who y'all think the future prophet is? Is Jesus. It's foreshadowing to Jesus. Now, there are some religions that believe that Jesus was just a prophet and not the Messiah, which is false. That's a whole nother conversation. But this prophet 
is foreshadowing to Jesus coming. That's the reading for day 97. Moving on to day 98, which is Friday, April 8th. The reading is Deuteronomy chapter 19 and 20, Proverbs chapter 8, and Psalm chapter 128. In Deuteronomy chapter 19, we read about the refuge cities, and then it talks about the appropriate judgment for certain sins. Now remember, these refuge cities, we've already discussed those. You can go back and read those in Exodus chapter 21 and Numbers chapter 35. Remember, Deuteronomy is a recap, and so that's why we're hearing about those refuge cities again. In Deuteronomy chapter 20, we read about having courage for war and how to fight. And look at Deuteronomy chapter 20, verse 1. Remember how God already came through. It's a commandment once again. He's already won battles for them. And whew, that's a word. He's already won the battle. So it's like if he's won this past one, what makes you not believe in him to do it again? And that's something we can ask ourselves. If we're believing that God is unchanging, if we're believing the scripture, if we're believing that God is who he says he is, that he's an unchanging God, that he never fails, that his promises are yes and amen, that his word never returned voids, I could go on and on and on. If we're believing all these things about God and we see how faithful he's already been, what is causing us to not believe that God would do the same thing again, that God would come through again? And whatever it is, it's from the enemy, whether it's worry, doubt, anxiety, fear, those things are from the enemy to try and distract us to not believe what God has said to us, that he's promised to us, or that he's already proven himself to be. Our God is the same God, therefore whatever he has said will be the same. Whatever he's promised us will be the same. Whatever he's already done, he will come through and do it again. You can have full confidence to believe that he will. So be wise, walk in wisdom, and remember what he has already done. That's a word, y'all. If y'all don't remember nothing else from what you read this week, remember that, okay? That will keep you. So that's Deuteronomy chapter 19 and 20. And Proverbs chapter 8, it's all about wisdom. The whole book is all about wisdom. And this is the first time that we see wisdom personified. The other scriptures are more allegorical. There's more of like an imagery. But now wisdom is personified. Just once again to get, a, to get the point across. In Psalm 128, it's a very short psalm actually. And one of the key things that we can see here that are congruent with Proverbs and Psalms. If you look at Psalms chapter 128 verse 1. And you compare that or you add it alongside Proverbs chapter 8 verse 13 you see the importance in both scriptures talking about the fear of the Lord. Now, remember, let's talk about the fear of the Lord real quick. The fear of the Lord is not, oh my God, I'm so scared. It's not you're running from bullets. You're not get, getting you're not getting hit by a car. That's not the fear of the Lord. That's not the fear that we're talking about. Fear in this sense, when you hear the fear of the Lord, it's talking about reverence. It's talking about honor. And this means that you acknowledge that God is God. God is big. You are not. You are small. He's sovereign. You are not. He's worthy of praise. You are not. Continue on. Continue on. It's giving God a reverence, a special honor. So that's day 98's reading. Moving on to the last day of the week, day 99, which is Saturday, April 9th. The reading is Deuteronomy chapter 21 and 22 and Proverbs chapter 9. In Deuteronomy chapter 21, we read of the process of the innocent slain man, if that if they come across that. Remember, they had laws for everything, y'all. So this was like, hey, in case you see a random dead man on the side of the road, this is the protocol. <laughs> That's literally what the chapter is about. Um, it also has some laws regarding family matters as well. And 22, I like to say it's a lot of random laws. There's a lot of like just one after the other that aren't necessarily congruent, but there are laws that they have to follow. Pop quiz, how many laws total did they have? 
If you said 25, you were wrong. <laughs> they had 613 laws total. So remember that number is something important for you to just know as, you, as you're increasing your Bible knowledge. They had 613 laws total. These were included in some of those laws. And then there was also some laws regarding sexual matters as well. These laws are hitting every topic possible to make sure they're like, don't think that we don't got a law for that. God had a law for everything. He made sure his people were right. And then in Proverbs chapter nine, we read about the wise woman versus the foolish woman. And as we see in Proverbs chapter eight, wisdom is continually being personified once again to prove the point, to get the point across. And we see this like contradictory. It reminds me of like, if you ever did like Venn diagrams in school where you have like compare and contrast. And that's kind of how I see this wise woman versus the foolish woman. It's like on the left, all the things that a wise woman is on the right, all the things that a foolish woman is. And so um, remember, Remember, we're talking about this within the scale of wisdom. So there's things that we can definitely still apply to our own lives. And um, and that's what we can see in Proverbs chapter 9. So that sums up this week's reading. I hope that y'all enjoyed this week's podcast episode. Remember to leave a review if you are a faithful listener. I'd love to just hear what you're thinking about the podcast. And if you haven't already, make sure you check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Christian Girls Pop. You can check out our website, ChristianGirlsPop.com, and make sure you check out our YouTube channel as well. You can just search Christian Girls Pop and make sure you subscribe to the channel. If you would like to donate to this ministry, you can donate on Venmo at Christian Girls Pop or on PayPal using the email address cgpopdonate at gmail.com. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. And as always, remember, Jesus already loves you so much. Don't you ever forget that.